Anything else over there? Uh, we can move on to uh, more important, larger topics. Larger topics. Okay. Um, hey, Josh. <laughs> Yo. Did you bring a large topic? Hey-o! <laughs> Not that large, just the Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's probably the best answer you could have possibly had. <laughs> It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. Woohoo! What's up? What's up? Yep. All sorts of stuff is up. But let's <laughs> uh let's let's maybe talk to the uh the guest and get the guest involved here. I have news. All sorts of news. News. <laughs> That's not the news theme. Not that kind of news. That's Josh's theme. <laughs> hey, Josh. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. No complaints here. <laughs> Just wait. The episode's not done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is... yeah. By the end, I expect mi- to have many complaints. <laughs> hey, this is a no promises podcast, not a no complaints podcast. <laughs> as opposite as now that. is advertised on the Nerdburger Show website, oh, we yeah, are the yeah. butt of the internet. <laughs> 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 that came out of a discussion amongst an, uh, some fellow podcasters who were trying to they were talking it was a bunch of gaming podcasters people that were talking about forming the Voltron of podcasts and I said, <laughs> I said we <laughs> Nerdburger hasn't been nominated or won any awards can we be the butt <laughs> and Mike was right on top of that <laughs> within minutes he changed our website yep <laughs> I have to admit it's a very fine butt <laughs> the butt of the internet. Um, wow. Did you guys hear about Gen Con? Gen Con happened. Uh, yeah, 50th anniversary. Yeah. They sold out. Yeah, they did. Even the day passes. Yep, I wasn't there. Look, I remembered stuff. We talked about this last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I, weren't there. <laughs> I, I knew the full passes had sold out. I didn't hear about the day passes. But I sold a bunch of murders and acquisitions, <laughs> which I'm surprised about. Trying to hit 14 there bells there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was kind of worried that it was going to kind of disappear amongst the, the tide of games that there are there. But apparently, uh, I was told by the folks at the indie game developer network booth where i had my game that igdn igdn that uh they saw people thumbing through that book pretty regularly and one person even made the comment to me that uh that's a great title to catch somebody's interest yeah. on a show it really murder, is. murders yeah. and acquisitions it's like immediately like i play role-playing games too and many of them are about murdering and acquiring <laughs> It's just a question of what you're killing and what you're taking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you killing? What you taking? <laughs> Today on D and D, maybe we'll do a <laughs> new segment. New segment when we have people on that play role playing games. We'll yep. just <laughs> hey Josh. Uh, recently, you played a game over at my buddy our buddy Ray's house. What you killing? What you taking? Uh, lot, lot, lots of lizard folk and a dragon and. Uh... <laughs> haven't really taken much yet as we haven't gotten down into the lower floors where we're still on the upper portion, the facade of uh, the temple. Okay. That, this is a perfect segment. It can mm-hmm. be done in one minute. We're yep. going to have to ask everybody who games, what you're killing, what you're taking. <laughs> Write it down. This is a new segment. Okay. Writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, Emergence and Acquisition sold. And uh, so I'm hoping... To get it at uh, PAX Unplugged again too this year, I got to see what the buy-in situation is going to be on that because you got to pay for your. I got a freebie for Gen Con being a newbie to the IGDN. I was able to get my book in there without having to buy my share of the booth, so to speak, because um, those booth, booths cost money to rent. Oh yeah, that's that's big business for the convention. Yeah, so I'm working on PAX Unplugged in midwinter, and we'll see what happens. Um, and then the same, like the same day that I found out that my game actually sold double digits of <laughs> copies, um, I got an invite from Michael, who we had on from the RPG Academy, back with Ando. Yep, a couple yep, months uh, ago, they've got they have their Academicon convention going in November, 
in Cincinnati? Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. That's he's in Cincinnati. He's in Cincinnati. The cons in Dayton. Dayton. Um, and I was invited to be a guest. Very cool. Nice. So for the first time, I'm actually like an invited guest to a place outside of where I live. I've been to cons here as a guest. I've been uh, sort of like featured, so to speak, at some Wisconsin stuff when I was writing Living Greyhawk stuff. And we were playing it at those conventions in, in Milwaukee. Um, but like, I couldn't turn this down. I wasn't plan. I was initially thought about it and I was like, ah, it's flying two weekends in a row. I don't have a lot of money taking vacation time, blah, blah, blah. We have to record three episodes in a row. <laughs> yeah. To it's, cover a little, that. it's a little rough. <laughs> the weekend before is going to be whoop. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know, I can't turn down the first invite to some place you really have no connection to. Yeah. I can't. I just can't do that. So I had to cancel plans to go to a different convention closer to here, which perhaps I'll go to next year um, so that I can go up to uh... Con Frontierland. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am in the front. I am in the Con Frontier. Uh-huh. Never before explored by Craig. What will he find <laughs> as a uh, as a an, an attendee or a guest? Yeah. But most importantly, as a guest. Yeah. 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 And get this, um, listener Larry, yes, who uh, won the uh, special prize for donating the most to our nerd Nerdburger show Begothon. He gets his own uh, custom RPG. It's a little couple custom micro game. Doesn't have he, to be specifically role playing oriented. He got it already. Did. Um, that's done. I wanted oh, to make okay. it, make it, make it, make you all aware. Did that... he play test his own? <laughs> yeah, was that what that was? And he is co credited as a designer. <laughs> nice, because he made suggestions to change things. Awesome. And it was, and the theme idea was based off of something that he and his wife came up with. And so that is now available. Two-page micro game. It's called The Resplendent Ruler of Oz. It's for free because I don't have the money to purchase the rights from L. Frank Baum's uh, estate (laughs) to any of the Oz characters. You didn't make it about marijuana and have Oz be ounces? Nope. It's it's about Oz. See, that's a way around that. It's about becoming the new it's about becoming the new ruler after the after the wizard leaves. He you know, Uh he he leaves the, the the tin man, the scarecrow and the lion in charge. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, he 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 specifically leaves them in charge okay. that they will with you know with with the uh, the the Tin Man's heart, his great heart, and the Scarecrow's intelligence and the Lion's great courage. They will lead you, blah blah blah. Well, leading stuff is boring. Eventually, they get they get tired of it and they go. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens in Oz? You power play, vacuum. You can play this little <laughs> dice game and become the ruler of Oz. Yeah. So and it's available at NerdburgerGames.com. Free PDF. Woohoo! I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um, how about the King's Guild? Yeah. From last weekend? From our friends at Mirror Box Games, yes. They uh, went live the day before you heard last last episode. Yeah. And they funded in five hours. But if you listen to this episode, <laughs> if, you, yeah, if you listen to this episode, the moment it came out, they had already been funded for 24 hours. <laughs> yep. That's right. They posted it right when, uh, when we posted. Yeah. But... 24 hours before yeah they're, they're doing just fine yeah <laughs> so congratulations guys i hope uh our little podcast has helped um to push towards stretch goals uh, it, it probably helped a little but probably not that much well not at the initial outset <laughs> if, if the thing was funded before our podcast episode went up no it didn't we didn't help that <laughs> but hopefully we are helping with the we contributed to to a stretch goal here or there the advance toward the stretch goal very, very and, and minor hope, contribution and it hopefully got eyes on it that even if they don't jump in right away then you know there's always the big rush near the end yep if they did you know twenty thousand dollars in five hours at the beginning they may do twenty thousand dollars on the last day Mm-hmm. As all the people jump, you know, pile on when they see how successful it's become. Hope you guys have some more stretch goals ready. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or hit the stretch goals you have planned and say, okay, that's it. Well, they've this already is, added another. This is as good as the game. Couple can of rounds, be. it seems. Well, and I saw him posting actually online about like something that backers were asking about so he was looking into the idea and like how, how would that oh now he's taking requests for stretch goals? <laughs> no he's, he's 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 only doing things that he feels are worthwhile well, and would sure. make the game worthwhile and will not you know drive the cost per unit to create up because they do need to yeah like you know actually if if not make money hopefully make money but at the very least break even they can't push the yeah, cost no, no. to make the thing above what it's 
what it's backing for. Well, I know someone... That's key. Yeah, I know I follow a lot of video game Kickstarters, and one thing that has gotten some of the successful ones in trouble is they went too nuts with the stretch goals and Mm -hmm. went places they could not deliver on. (laughs) Yep, happens all the time. Um, Mike, you are aware of a fellow that um, I do not have a great deal of respect for who ran a Kickstarter (laughs) um, that is now over four years running and uh, still has not delivered and is... uh, Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I'm not going to get I've, into any more specifics than I've that. I've heard you discuss it here and there. Yes. Anyway, are we ready to rock and roll? That's a yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The deafening silence means oh. yes. You never gave me the yes. No, sorry. Try here, that again. Here we go. <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> no promises. Many yeah. disappointments. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no promises, many disappointments, no kidding. <laughs> Nuremberger, the butt of the internet. What's news, Craig? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. That's a good question. Netflix. The Netflix has uh, is starting to tease a little bit for the fourth season of Black Mirror. Is that already coming back around again? It's going to be. They're starting it seems to... like we just talked about the last season. Yeah, still, this, is, this is that, you know, we live in the era where you can't, you know, they're going to tease this thing for as long as they can. They're, you know, like they're going to do a, a season of something. They're going to tease you for a year before it comes out. They're going to do a movie for Star Wars. They're going to tease you for two years before it happens. Or, or I know with some of the animated stuff, they've been doing a lot of, you know... We'll drop half the season here and then drop the other half like six months later to keep things rolling at a more like releases rolling at a more rapid pace. Um, six episodes. Uh, let's see. Rosemary DeWitt are in, are in, uh, is in their own Teague. There's one's going to be directed by Jodie Foster. Um, seeing if there's any other names that people might recognize. There's a lot of Brits in here, of course. Of course. I don't recognize a lot of them. Tim Van Patten, who, if you know, you're way around HBO shows is one of their go-to directors for a lot of TV shows on HBO and Showtime and stuff like that. He's going to be directing one. Uh, Jesse Plemons and Kristen Malati, who have both been on Fargo recently. Yep. Are going to be in, in an episode. So in a bunch same of other, season. And a bunch of other people in the same episode. Or sorry, well, in, in, in this, they're in the same episode of um, Black Mirror. Got it. Well, and I'd also read they were trying to make some big announcements after the news hit that they were losing the Disney catalog. Oh, what does that mean? What yeah. does that mean for me? Like the cartoons or um, everything? Everything. everything. <laughs> D- Disney's wanting to start their own streaming service, and it's, oh, yeah, they're I basically going to end up pulling everything except for like the you know the shows they co-developed with Netflix. You know the the whole Defenders group of shows: Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, okay. Iron Fist, Daredevil, all that. Okay, well, whatever. There's there'll be ways to get a hold of stuff. And uh, and I will continue to find them now because Comcast suck it. That's right. You Comcast have more. You have more. Suck you my have more. Fing, my middle fingers. Yeah, right look here. at them right there. Yeah. I even took a photo of the Xfinity store as I was leaving with one of those fingers in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been ro- I've been ro- I've been rolling on the on the Google Fiber for the last few weeks. Yeah. You got uh, hooked work, up there. It's working just fine. Thank you, you cut very the much. cord. I did. Really hope they get my way. I hope I get any kind of fiber mm-hmm. my way. They skipped over me and went to the further out suburbs and left all of us over here in the lurch. <laughs> yeah, well, suck it. Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Craig feels <laughs> nothing for us. I scream at for him. the rest of us. I, I do. I don't. I have um I don't feel emotions like normal people do. <laughs> Real quick aside before we get to the next news item, uh my Kurt wants to know, my brother Kurt. Did he just text you or email yeah, he, you? Yeah, he wants to know um, if uh, what you think of him being able to gleefully enjoy Nuski's bacon for breakfast this morning. Gleefully, gleefully enjoy. Oh, gleefully, Nuski's bacon. Nuski's, Nuski's, whatever. Do you do, do you? What do you think of that? Are you angry? Does that does that upset you? Why would that upset me? I that don't he's know. gleefully enjoying Nuski's bacon. I have Nuski's bacon in my refrigerator that I could gleefully enjoy at any time. Good, very good, very good. There's the answer to that question. Moving on. <laughs> I uh I don't well, I I, I envy you in in the sense that 
that it doesn't that, hurt me at all. That you didn't get to do it this morning, but if you I wanted to, you, to do it this you, morning. You could run down and and cook up some Nooski's bacon right now if you wanted. To. I could I could do it for uh, uh, for an afternoon snack when we're done recording, whatever that meal is in Hobbit. <laughs> is that afternoon tea? Tea, yeah, I think it's afternoon tea. <laughs> do not remember. <laughs> Breakfast, second. I always breakfast. call it second lunch, but there is no second <laughs> breakfast, lunch. Breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, <laughs> yeah, <11-sies>. lunch, <laughs> afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. Is that mm-hmm. it? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Next. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's time for you to participate. Go, go ahead, Craig. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. Okay. <laughs> to wrap up uh, and form a trilogy of our. Fear of clowns. Um, oh, no. Sequence of, uh, of of articles of of uh, items here segments. Um, I thought we would bring this up that um, Stephen King wrote a uh, a novel featuring a clown as the uh, <laughs> really antagonist. did he? When did he do yeah. that? Yeah, it's called It. Mm-hmm. It's already been adapted once as a two part television miniseries that was eh. Eh. pretty good for television miniseries was, in the eighties. It was. Uh, right. Tim Curry was, was fine. It was early, early, 90s? early nineties. I want to yeah, say something like that. And, uh, but uh, here's here's uh, here's a little thing here. You're going to be able to, uh, if you're not afraid of clowns and you want to be, you can go uh, see some screenings of Stephen King's It, the new movie version that's coming, in a theater full of clowns. Not <laughs> opening that new story. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to see the movie. The trailer made me cautiously optimistic, not seeing it with a bunch All of clowns. All attendees will adri- arrive dressed as a clown in order to attend. Please arrive early and join us in the barrel of fun mm. beginning at 5.30 p.m. for an nope. it pre-party no it. where we will have face painters avail for, available for clown touch-ups, a photo booth, raffles, and other terrifying merriment. Well, most of the people that are there are going to be dressed as clowns. They can't stop you from buying a ticket if you're not dressed like a clown. Yes, they can absolutely have a special event where you don't get in unless you're dressed like a clown. Absolutely, they can. Nope, they tried that with Wonder Woman and women only, and it didn't work. They they? had to let men in. (laughs) You can't stop somebody from coming and buying a ticket. Okay, what if they make it free and you have to be in a costume? Then they can do it. That's your price of admission. Then they can do it. They can't charge for it, though. So there you go. Um, And I don't know whether it's free or not, and we'll link to it, and you can look it up and see if you want to do it, and I'm not going to get worried about it. But anyway... Yeah, there's a good way to become afraid of clowns. <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, I don't know. Who's the guy playing Pennywise this time? It's a Skarsgård, but I don't know which one it is. It's the young Skarsgård. Skarsgård. How many A's are in his name? <laughs> All of them. More than, more than you would expect. Oh. It's just two A's, but one of them has like the pointy thing on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which Scars Guard it is. I don't know all their names. Oh. <laughs> He's one of those Scars Guard fellas. <laughs> Got any news over there, uh, Josh, while Mike's looking up the Scars Guard family tree? <laughs> sure. There was a uh, a minor little games conference in Cologne, Germany, like nothing on the level of E3. And there were a couple of fun tidbits that came out of that. Like um, there's a game in development called Jurassic World Evolution. It's basically one of those park builders slash simulators, but with Jurassic Park. <laughs> it, it, they apparently from what i've read they started development on it when the first jurassic world movie came out and they're gonna try to to hit the release you know coincide it with the sequel so you know park simulator with dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> okay so if is the if you if you're bad at the game is the end result your character being like litigated against and ending up in prison? <laughs> no idea. It's one of those things. The announcement's so early. There's not a ton about the game itself. If things yet. go poorly, you get sued, yeah. and it turns into like a big lawyer game. Well, suddenly you have to like find lawyers. And if you're lucky enough to not get eaten, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Um. <laughs> uh. The the other and this wasn't. This was released outside of Gamescom, but there's the Injustice fighting games, you know, made by the people behind the Mortal Kombat series. That's, you know, DC Universe fighting game. Mm -hmm. They just reveal uh, the new three pack of DLC characters. 
And the third one, which the first two were known for a long time, is like when the game first came out, there's like, here's the silhouettes of all the DLC characters. And for this particular pack, two of them were obvious, but you couldn't tell who the third was. Who are the obvious ones? Raiden, has they been putting like one Mortal Kombat character in per pack. You you can pick out that silhouette, sure. Yeah, uh, Black Manta, again, Aquaman villain, really obvious silhouette. That helmet of his. Third one, Hellboy. (laughs) <laughs> the the trailer's really strong too as you just see black man a fire a missile a giant red hand reaches out and grabs it and pulls it up to a cigar <laughs> it's, <laughs> a cigar with it. it's sure. such a good moment nice <laughs> and uh they, they they haven't said when all the individual characters will be released but like that's the next group of three dlc characters coming out so. excellent <laughs> i have a message from james here which one uh, that he just sent to me from guest on the show, James, who hasn't okay. been on a while because he's uh, deployed. Apparently, mm-hmm. he's got some downtime right now. So he responded to my little request here for questions saying, if people can be disgruntled, can they also be gruntled? <laughs> so, so he's channeling Robin from Young Justice. As I be- he, he does very similar verbal games. Oh, that's, a, that's, an, that's an oldie but a goodie from James. Yes. Ah. Well, James... Merriam-Webster defines gruntle as to put in good humor. So, yes, you, you can be you gruntled. You can gruntle someone. So, listeners, or be gruntled. we hope that this is gruntling you. <laughs> As, yeah, like the... the That's va- my new favorite word. I got gruntled by the butt of the internet. That just... Oh, jeez. <laughs> gruntle just went above cyber shenanigans on my list of, okay. ha- of, of, of happy make, make make happy words because there's a running thing in the very good dc animated show young justice where robin will ask questions like you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed but can you ever just be whelmed yes exactly yeah. <laughs> but, but and he d- there, there's multiple ones but that's kind of the one most people remember that he does yeah well that's the uh <laughs> there's a bit on this radio show that we listen to where they talk about tit for tat <laughs> okay so what is the tat that made me give the tit <laughs> and they get into defining what the tat was uh-huh. okay this was the tat and then the response was this which is now uh-huh. the tit uh-huh. tit for tat got it so wait you you put out on the internet a question for people to ask questions sure I just threw it on my Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> Did I miss the announcement of that? No, I decided to do all it. All of a like... sudden, there's people are asking questions. <laughs> pun- we're going to just punctuate this episode. I've done things like that before, where we yeah, okay. punctuated an episode with, you know, oh sure, puns or bad jokes mm-hmm. or. We did the the segment where you, we I would just list <laughs> words that are architectural terms that are also that sound very sound, sexual, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just pepper those in. Load bearing, <laughs> self tapping screws, <Yeah>. cock bead, <laughs> erection. Well, that one's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so anyway, Scar- Scarsguard, it's not, it is just one A each time, so there are two A's total. Right, but the second A has the, the little, second A has a little circle above it. it. It's a circle. circle? I don't know. That's how it looks on here. But it's a it's Stellan Skarsgard is daddy, and there are eight Skarsgard children. One of whom is Bill, who is playing Pennywise. The others are Alexander. He plays on. He was on True Blood. Gustav. He's the incredibly tall blonde guy. (laughs) I think they all are. Walter. Well, with a name like Skarsgard, one would hope they're tall and blonde. Ija. Sam. Colbjorn. Jeez. With umlauts. Sure. Yeah. and Like o- you do. And Ossian. Wow. Ossian. So here's the question. Is like one of them clearly the milkman's kid? <laughs> Short, rotund, and ginger? <laughs> As opposed to tall, buff, and blonde like these well, guys are? There are, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. This is only seven of them, and there, those may be, some of them may be spouses. I don't know. Okay. Like with those, all those weird Hard Nordic names, I don't sure. know if those are... Men or women. So. Sure. Hard to say. But yeah, the men are tall. Everybody, for a fun game. For a fun Ish. game no, later. A brun- that guy's brunette. <laughs> Dyes his hair. For a fun, for a fun for, game. It's for a role. Yeah. yeah. For a fun game, uh, listeners, you can go look up all those people on the internet afterwards and determine whether those those uh, names are for men or women. Hard to tell. And, and then if you let don't us know, know the language. No, we don't care that much. We can look it up ourselves. Or, or don't. <laughs> but only do it if it will gruntle you. Well, anyway, the uh, 
er, early reactions from critics who have seen it but are not allowed to write about it yet for reasons uh, embargoes and such yeah, are are very positive. Oh, that's good. As I know they're splitting they're kind of splitting into two movies as the first one's going to be as children and then there'll be another movie with the adult portion of the story. Is that how they did the TV thing? Um sort of. It was a two-parter and they're like the first part you got the adults and the kids, but the bulk of the story was with the kids and the the climax of the story, the cliffhanger at the end of the first part dealt with the kids. Because they were they the first time they dealt with it when they were young, mm-hmm. and then the second part, the the you know the the, the wrap up at the end, the, the the big final battle with it was with the adults, but they they crossed they crossed back and forth. They did it like you know diddly do diddly do diddly do flashback <laughs> kind of stuff. Where it seems like with this one they may be doing straight up yeah one movie with the kids, one movie with the adults. Though whenever they do a King adaptation now, I always wonder how they're going to deal with the bits that kind of tie into his whole big greater universe thing that he sees if in nearly to, everything. Yeah. Well, no, they, it normally just gets ripped out or glossed over in some way. Right. And the question I have for them, when they do the second movie with the adults, will they do like at least like a touch of uh, flashback right, to yeah. remind you okay that kid if, for people who don't remember the names like that kid is this adult now i think just to they kinda... did that in the in the first one well that's because they went because right yeah. because they went back and forth constantly yeah 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 but if they're You're just thinking they could dial that back a little bit but i'm thinking some. the second movie they could you know the first act could be reestablishing who the characters are sure. you know okay here's here they here they are as kids and now here they are as adults and then the rest of the movie is you know with the adults However, they do. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not the writer. We're not going to solve this problem yeah. for him. <laughs> and we're not going to know until the second movie starts getting trailers. <laughs> That's true. Tech news? Sure. So Samsung released the Galaxy Note 8, or they announced it. I'm not sure if it's released. I think it's just announced. So before people start buying it and it starts exploding and that takes over the news, let's talk about how completely effed up... <laughs> Samsung, the company, and the whole country of South Korea apparently are. Okay. Now we think of we think of North Korea, and you know, we assume <laughs> it's that, North Korea, yeah. and then there's South there's, Korea, there's who are problems. our allies, and they're Western, and they're advanced, and they have technology and companies like Samsung that make and they fantastic got a, things, and they got a severe boner for uh, like video game competitive video game stuff oh yeah we've talked about that we've talked that we've talked about that with you where they've got like you know like people who are really good in the competitive video game circuit are like full-on celebrities over there well and they like i've heard descriptions of some of the training regimens and they approach it like you know athletes over here approach sports like they have a very specific regimen for for you know you know what they eat how much they practice each day how they practice that sort of thing how they avoid getting you know repetitive stress injuries yeah. <laughs> they gotta have something in place right i'd imagine are we gonna see like like now we're seeing football players from the nfl with concussion you know head problems memory problems yeah. alzheimer's and all that kind of stuff are we gonna see like 20 years from now all these south korean guys with like really horrible like arthritis and joint problems in their hands and stuff. I I'd imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Do serious You'd damage. Be surprised to your... if you don't. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah. we yeah we, so we you, I don't know just I, I anyway thought of South Korea as well. That's that's this is the you know it's like, they're like us but Asian right and smaller. Okay. No 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 I meant the country. Oh. <laughs> right away I saw the racist now, huh? Uh, I know I assumed you were being racist. Yeah. What do you call a black man in the cockpit of an airplane? What? The pilot, you racist <laughs> bastard. Uh yeah. Like that. So um no, they're not. They're horribly corrupt. Their government is all corrupt. Is it? And their uh their entire uh like their industry. So what happened was in rebuilding after the Korean War or police action, as we learned it, <laughs> the was con- conflict, in, the conflict, uh, as Hawkeye Pierce yes, like to right. remind us constantly. Right. Well, no, he would remind us that it's a war, damn it. 
No, no, he also, that, I, I know there's one particular scene where it's like, this isn't even a war, it's a police right. action. No, he's, Sarcastically. Yeah. Um, wah, wah, wah. Was he wearing his uh, Groucho nose and glasses when he said it? No, I, I, I think this Take was... Take my wife, please. Yeah, I think this was after Alan Alda had creative control and it got much more maudlin in tone. Ah, fifth season. <laughs> no, fourth, really, is when it started. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so anyway, as they were digging themselves out of post-war... In the 50s and 60s, right. they had uh, pretty much all of their big companies, or they call Kaiballs. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. C-H-E, Chiball, Kaiball. But they're family-owned conglomerates, and they've okay. just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and whittled down to their, where there's just a few. And they're insanely corrupt, and of course, Samsung is one of those. And, well, their, uh, their leader... Whatever, their CEO, whatever they call him over there, J.Y. Lee, not to be confused with, uh, no, or no relation, Robert E. Lee. <laughs> oh, whoa, hey, no, we're, ESPN. we're in the South here, we're not going down that road, that's not what this podcast is about. Oh, we can't make fun of ESPN? Oh, we can do that. Okay. Um, well, anyway, he just got sent to jail for five years for bribery. Guess who he bribed? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you, South Korea's president, <laughs> who who got booted out of office, Oops. their first female president. <laughs> Oops. First female head of state of an East Asian country. What's her name? Well, anyway, it's in here somewhere. <laughs> but like, you read, I'm reading this in this article in, in last night, and we'll put it on the website, and I'm like, good God. I mean, I knew it was bad in Samsung, but the whole the whole country seems screwed up or at least it was hmm. <laughs> prior to earlier this year hey guess what the world is an effed up place <laughs> it's not just this country it's not just at certain times it's not just that country or that country or this organization or you know this thing that happened in history it's happening now everywhere all the time there's plenty of f up to go around yeah. anyway president park or president something park or whatever yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So, you know, think about that until the Note 8s start exploding in people's pockets and then that takes over the news. <laughs> got, and, and you that, got a lot of confidence over there. <laughs> it's possible. There is, there, there is precedent for it. When they get around to designing the Note 8s, they're going to be like, okay, there was this thing we did wrong. Did anybody write that down? <laughs> I know they, they already started reselling the Note 7s. We've talked about this already. They just put smaller batteries in them so that they don't. Yeah, and they give them to third world countries, and we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm just thinking, like, you know, when they when they when they realized what the problem was, somebody wrote that down, right? Made a note, <laughs> put that on the intranet mm -hmm. for the uh, company. Make sure next time. <laughs> <laughs> Would that destroy a company if they did the same thing twice? That caused exploding phones. Well, could you imagine if... Well, and then somebody, somebody had that on the internet. Can you imagine if... What was it? If Apple, Apple's iPhone start, started exploding and then, and then Tim Cook got caught bribing the president of the United States and sent <laughs> to jail. Like, can you imagine like, how just bad crazy that would be over I can here? Imagine, you want to know how I can... I can imagine it exactly. I can tell you exactly how it would play out. It, first of all, it depends on the day of the week that it happens. <laughs> if it happens on a Friday, everybody talks about it all weekend, and then something happens on Monday. If it happens on a weekday, that's in the news cycle for one day. Yeah. And then it's like seventh page news. Not that anybody gets a newspaper anymore. Well, at least it's in the news. Yeah. As opposed to when anything happens to Samsung. Other than their phones exploding in people's pockets. It takes that for us to pay attention to. I was to about it. to say, it's hard for that to not end up in the news. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, well, we can't ignore this. It's it's the sensationalist media that sure. we have that, uh, and you know, there's nothing sensationalist. Ooh, fire, yeah. shiny. Um, yeah, there's nothing more sensational than somebody's pocket exploding. <laughs> well, there's a few things more sensational, but not many. <laughs> Anything else over there? Uh, we can move on to uh, more important, larger topics. Larger topics? Okay. Um, hey, Josh. <laughs> Yo. Did you bring a large topic? Hey <laughs> Not that large, just the Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> uh, wow! <laughs> 
That's probably the best answer you could have possibly had. (laughs) (laughs) And episode title. (laughs) Fair enough. No, but, but after talking about the Nintendo Switch, I finally ended up with one it was one of those things where amazon sent me an email it's like hey the the neon red and blue models available I, I, is that I the let, one you wanted <laughs> it's more visually interesting than just black and gray okay. so yeah, yeah absolutely. there's too many too many electronic things are just black or dark gray. yeah pretty much well, i don't know maybe that was the one he didn't want but it was at such a, an amazing affordable low price that he couldn't resist buying it Maybe. But yeah, I basically, because I specifically knew my roommate wanted one, so I emailed her. We both ended up ordering one. Five minutes later, it was out of stock again already. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. It, 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 and it's still kind of in this cycle of stores will get it in, and it's gone almost immediately. Apparently, that has become Nintendo's new business model is here's a thing for a little while that just some of you get to have, and then the rest of you can F off mm-hmm. and, and, and hope that... like. I'm sitting there like with that the Nintendo the the little the yeah. Nintendo classic thing. Uh-huh. I'm like, when that becomes available, I would have to leave work for several hours and go to a Best Buy and stand in line. That's Yeesh. the only way I was going to get that. I realized that. Yeah. I was like, they're marketing this to people who don't have jobs. Yeah. They're marketing to college yeah. students. <laughs> and and what about the people who are nostalgic for their their, their youth in the 80s and who are now in their 40s and would love to have that thing but can't but just one, you know, up one, and leave yeah. work all of a sudden want to buy it in the evening or geez, and Craig from their phone this may shock you they did it again with the SNES classic <laughs> no I'm aware I'm aware which is why I yeah. have I've declared on this program and I'm going to continue to declare it Nintendo can suck it I'm yeah. not buying anything from them anymore well, I'm, not, I'm not even getting worried about it I'm done I mean I, like to a degree, <laughs> yeah, like to a degree, has like with the Wii U, they made the Wii U widely available, and then it didn't sell, and they ended up sitting on all this supply. So I can under they're a little gun shy after that, but like the Switch is selling like crazy, and I they've been trying to ramp up, and it's it's a mystery while they're why they're still so far behind the demand curve. In this day and age, with people who are going to be interested in that particular. Um, like let's say the Nintendo the yeah. Classic, right? The NES Classic. The people who are going to be interested in that are 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 internet savvy, right? Yep. Yeah, of course. Okay. Pre-sales. Hmm? Sign up for one, and then make what you, and then make what you sell. Yep. Horse crap. Oh, well, we're we're afraid of getting burned. No, it's the internet. Yeah. Bing. We're all in touch with each other in seconds. We well, can you can generate a yeah. list of revenue. <laughs> it just just make up make a web page go here you know okay maybe your server will crash a couple yeah. times you'll have to get that up and running again. well and the and the thing is like people would Horse like crap. if they made more <laughs> Horse there's, hockey. there's a ton of nostalgia mule for the, fritters for the snes and the nes but like if you can't get that device there's you can always get a raspberry pi and there are very specific configuration files you can get for that that just Make it an emulation machine. Hello, for... person over here that wasn't doesn't want to dick around with that. <laughs> How about you just give me a thing in a box that I can open up? Oh, agreed. But like Ridiculous. that's the thing. You have people who make those configuration files yeah. and like it's the only thing you need to put on that that hardware once you get it. Still more work than I want to do. That's that's fair. <laughs> that, that is absolutely fair. And there's a lot of people that'll love to do that, to, to have yeah. to fiddle around with it. That's fine. But there's also a lot of people that are just like, you know, just sell me the thing. Come on, Nintendo. So anyway, the Switch. Yeah. So and, and it's <laughs> I I have to admit, like once I got my hands on it, I was has you know I criticized some of what they were doing before it was released. But like the neat thing about it, it's this device that's not substantially bigger than the uh, the Nintendo the extra large version of the Nintendo 3DS. It's a little bit wider, but it's just full HD console power and this little device that like I've been using it fully as a portable console like that's all I do with it you're not docking it nope and the dock is really not that big it's like maybe like a half inch like thick beyond the the screen itself and just kind of sits in there neatly and because there's no hard like the only hardware in there is we you plug in the HDMI and it conveys that from the port in the bottom of the switch itself that's used for charging to the TV. <laughs> um, I, 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 there's like no 
hardware assistance, which is one of the kind of issues with it. Has like it's, you know, when it's portable, it's a 720p okay. like resolution console. When you plug it into a TV with HDMI, it tries to upscale it to uh, 1080 or, or like render it at 1080. I, but it doesn't work like some games have frame rate issues when it goes mm. to 1080 because it's not getting any assistance from the dock is there a it's... way to dial it back so it's always just on 720 um i not that i've found but sometimes they hide their settings in weird places <laughs> and, and as i said i haven't really used it as a tv system right. i i've been taking you know legend of zelda on the road for the most part <laughs> Which, of course, the downside there is to keep it to $300, the battery life pretty oh, much sucks. Yeah, I was just going to ask, how long does it last? <laughs> um, it's as long as the thing you're playing doesn't doesn't use the online, the Wi-Fi at all, about three hours. <laughs> and, and, and if it uses Wi-Fi, maybe two. <laughs> okay. So Not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it could like it is full HD power. Like it, it's it, it's a shame because the price point they were trying to hit that they didn't put a higher capacity battery in it. But they they knew they were going to have an issue competing price wise with um you know Sony and Microsoft otherwise. Plus, plus they're already kind of running into the issue. Like the Nintendo titles put out for it are amazing. Like Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Splatoon two. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, with Deluxe. <laughs> yeah, it's like, has, has Mario Kart 8 was the one that was on the Wii U, and this is that with all the DLC they released for that, plus a couple of things that aren't in the Wii U version. So, and, and like the way the system's configured, it's got the, the control, like, clip into the side of the the main module and they can slide out and like you can either use it as like a normal like controller or you can use it for a lot of multiplayer games they're each individual controllers unto themselves so you can take it on the road there's a little kickstand on the back of the main unit and you can use these two individual devices to as two-player controllers that's cool yeah, no, that, that, that's probably the cool... Like, there's a lot of cool elements they put into this thing. And, and they've also... Apparently, they've apparently done some good work with the indie developers because there's a lot of, you know, those kind of more retro-style platformers and stuff from small developers coming out on the eShop, which kind of cool, though they're kind of suffering from the big third-party developers because big 30... Big third, Party developers are still kind of playing wait and see, and what they're putting out is mostly ports of things that have been out for years. Hmm. It's what happened with the Wii U, but yeah. but if you're into the Nintendo games, it's it's fantastic, which is kind of the way things usually end up with a Nintendo system. Yeah. Still, so overall, you like it? Yeah, overall, I'm happy with it. And I do like the battery life thing. There's already hardware developers that are developing extended battery packs for the thing. So like I, that's an issue that'll, because I know there's one on Kickstarter, one on Indiegogo, um, and I'm sure the like big third party manufacturers will eventually produce their own. What about third party docks with hardware acceleration, or is that? Um, I don't know of anyone working on anything like that. It, yeah, I I don't know of anyone working on that. It's if it's feasible, I'm sure it'll come. But N Nintendo tends to make their platforms very closed, so I imagine that would be a lot more difficult than just an extended pa battery pack. Well, and then there's the the issue of how long is it going to stick around? Is it even worth doing it? Do you think this is going to? Um. I mean, something they, they they stick by and, and, and update. Well, kind of the question in my mind is like the way elements of it are configured is I strongly has like they're still working on the online portion of it. Like their online network still needs a lot of work. They're eventually going to switch it to a pay subscription system like what uh, the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Um, they haven't yet because it's it's a work in progress. Um and, like, my general theory, and I've seen a couple of, like, gaming journalists I follow speculate this, like, it seems like it was probably meant to be the successor to the 3DS, 
Um, but because of the Wii U's failures, they had to rush out a successor to that. So they reconfigured what they were working on for the 3DS into what became the Switch. Like, that's something I can't say for sure, but it seems very likely given the way certain things worked out with the release and all. But who knows? Like, only Nintendo can say on that, and they are probably never going to admit it. <laughs> like, like they, they still make a big show of, like, no, this this isn't the replacement for, for the 3DS, but they said the same thing about the DS being a replacement for the Game Boy Advance. Like, they said the the dual touchscreen system when it first came out was not a replacement for their portable Game Boy. Sure enough, when it took off, they <laughs> ditched the Game Boy what Advance. What portable Game Boy? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Portable Game Boy. Somebody should make one of those. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I mean, the Switch has taken off, so if it was going to replace the uh, the 3DS, we'll know about that pretty shortly. <laughs> I, I know they have 3DS games coming out through the end of the year, at least. Like, there's a couple of things on the schedule, but... Beyond that, who knows? Interesting. There are man, it's a that's a world that's just constantly changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like Nintendo's kind of a weird player in that like you'll have Microsoft and Nintendo or Microsoft and Sony will try to read the market and do what will perform best in the market. Where I will give Nintendo credit for one thing, they've always done their own thing, sometimes completely disregarding the market. And when it when it when it fails, it fails big time. But when it works, it works spectacularly. And the Switch is one of those moments where they kind of went counter to the market, and it's worked out for them. When it fails, it's one of those things that the kids call epic fail. Yeah. <laughs> Are the kids still saying that? No, they're not. And that's the point. The, I, the, the funny thing about it was, is I'm quoting Saul Goodman from season four of Breaking Bad, and he was out of date uh -huh. saying that when he said it. In what, 2011? Because I rewatched, I'm rewatching a bit of uh, the Breaking Bad. Just, yeah, that was shortly after like Epic was used for everything yeah. and immediately fell out of style. With the young folk, anyway. They don't stand for slang hanging around for very long. They don't cotton to that. <laughs> Take that, kids. <laughs> I just use a, a verb that my grandpa used. <laughs> oh, boy. Anything else interesting going on? <laughs> what else do we want to talk about? What else do we have? I don't have any more questions from anybody. Let me check my Facebook. Oh. <laughs> We have a question from Kevin. We do. Suppose we can check that out. Couldn't hurt. <laughs> That's a, well. No promise. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> you know, I just realized something. We <laughs> we didn't alert Kevin to the fact that he needed to send two questions. This week. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our job. Uh, <laughs> even when we do, when we. We, you know, we get caught up. Then we and we, we plan go ahead and, and we go ahead and create a situation we, where we're going to end up having to do two. Where we're going to have an epic fail. Yeah. <laughs> Walls. <laughs> Are we going to that? <laughs> we can. I can't decide if I should be worried that like I am every bit as out of touch as you two with stuff like that. <laughs> well. I well, you should be because you're younger than us. A little bit, right? <laughs> but here, here's here's the secret. I'm not as out of touch as I sometimes sound. See, I play a character on this show. <laughs> you know, I, the, the character that when Mike does like his, uh, you know, Eastern Asian voice, the character. That I didn't do today. Right. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to. Mm -hmm. See, that what I just did there, that's a character because I actually love it when he does those stupid <laughs> voices. But I make, you know, I, I play all outraged to make a point of like, you know, this is a joke just to, to punch that home. But usually I, you know, I'm, I'm actually just sitting here grinning and laughing when Mike's doing <laughs> oh, stupid I know you stuff like, like that. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I, I play it in such a way yeah. to make sure, you know, we're just... It's just one of the many we're, ways in which Craig lies. We're goofing around. It's it's one of the many ways in which I am in, in which I am disingenuous, and uh, you probably don't want to be my friend because I uh, 
just a I'm just a bad person. I was about to say I keep up just enough to be one trend behind, which <laughs> might as well be a thousand years in cultural terms. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I've learned. I'm I'm getting close to the age because that's that's something I've always felt when, like, when the guy who's fifty hears about something that's happening, that means that thing is over. That thing is done. By like, the time it, the fifty-year-old hears, when about the fifty-year-old, when the fifty-year-old knows about, like, you know, this is the example I use because this is kind of when it first struck me was when the fifty-year-old radio host I was listening to, and they started talking about um, Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Second Life is clearly done. <laughs> this was recently? This is years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, but that, was the, that was the point when I first kind of realized it. It was like that there, there's a bellwether for figuring yeah. out when something is kind of done on the internet. It's like mm-hmm. when people of a certain age are kind of aware of it, that's where it's, it's, that's the point where it's probably played out amongst the younger generation who embraced it initially. Sure. Though I will say, like, with Second Life, like, Second Life's a weird one. <laughs> like, it's weird in a lot of respects, but it, it's... Is it I still mean, a thing? It's still there. A lot of people still use it. You just never hear people talk about it anymore, but it's, it's, it's still all just, there doing decent numbers. It's all just people f***ing with their avatars, right? Like, just getting it on in virtual space. Um, There are servers for that, that. absolutely. <laughs> It's it's because everything degenerates to porn eventually, right? True. No, <laughs> like if you ever want to see an enter- that's the market for the fifty year olds. Yeah. Well, I was about to say if you ever want to see kind of an entertaining look at recent Second Life, uh, there's a series on Polygon called Monster Factory, and they did a series about you know they'll try to break character creators, and they made this horrifying creation they call the Boy Mayor of Second Life, and did a whole series of videos with him you know running around second life with his campaign manager and it, it, it was pretty entertaining it, it, if you're ever curious to see a more recent state of second life okay i'm gonna do a real quick here I, I i searched second life news ignoring websites that are actually the second life you know like like them yeah. here's the first abc news story <laughs> What's what's the date on this? Do I have a date? Do I know how old the most recent Second Life news is? Go to uh, search tools. Second sort Life by date. Second Life avatar sued over virtual sex device. So I there was right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not seeing a date. The, the thing I'm... is, there was always sex in Second Life. That's that, yeah, that's I'm, not I'm something not. it devolved to. No, I just think that's. I'm just my, my, that's my, all my, that's left. That's that's what I'm thinking. It's just I think it's all that's <laughs> yeah. left. It's like there's all these avatars of people that aren't getting it on. That just they were involved in Second Life and their avatars are just sitting there, <laughs> just like, slowly depixelating. Or, <laughs> however, those virtual people die and decompose. I don't know. <laughs> I know they don't do that. Your avatar doesn't appear until you're in. You're, Walk in. I understand that. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> Moving on. I, uh, Kevin question? Uh, yeah, Kevin question. <laughs> okay. That filled some time. <laughs> <laughs> this will fill some time, too. Okay. Did you, have you read this ahead, read ahead on this one? Did you do your homework? <laughs> just, just ask the question. 29 question. What kind of bullshit is Pittsburgh trying to pull? <laughs> they claim to be the city of three rivers, but two of the rivers flow together, creating a third. I can't think of anywhere else in the world they do that. The St. Croix flows into the Mississippi and becomes the Mississippi. The Missouri flows into the Platte and becomes the Missouri, then flows into the Mississippi where it becomes the Mississippi. The Mohawk flows into the Hudson and becomes the Hudson. But the Allegheny flows into the Monongahela and becomes the Ohio. (laughs) What do they think they're trying to pull? I'm on to them. Thanks, Kevin. P.S. Oh, oh, jeez. P.S.? Yeah. Are we willing to give them a pass because all three of the professional sports use the same colors? (laughs) It's a sub question. <laughs> sure, that's true. They they're do. All, they're all black. What black? Black, and yellow? white, and gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't not know. yellow. You know better than that, Craig Packer fan. It's gold. No, Packers are green and yellow, but we call it green <laughs> and gold. We call it green and gold because it sounds better and it's alliterative. Yeah. And yeah. Um, sometimes the pants. The I don't. Pants ever I don't. Actually I don't know. Goldy tone. I'm not, not yellow. Anyway, we're, we're not talking about that right now. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think it's BS. I think it's BS. You know what, Kevin? I think it's BS too. I think Pittsburgh is trying to pull a fast one because name and stuff like that. That's a human convention. Putting a name on that. 
with, when we weren't here, if, if nature just was going on, none of that stuff needs to be named. We name it because we right. want to use it to navigate and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Because we do that same crap with roads. <laughs> don't even get, don't, don't even. Here in the South, no, I'm no. going to just do a real quick aside. We get stuff like exactly that situation where you got one road and another road come together and they become a third road. The one road never continues on. You can, or you can get on one road and it's this name. Until you go about three miles, and then it gets a different name, and then it gets another name two miles later, and Mm -hmm. it just does that. My favorite is in the town where I live, there is a road that comes up. You're on the road. It's a major road. Mm -hmm. You you get to an intersection with stoplights. There is a four-way intersection with stoplights. This is south of where I live, Mike. And you take a left turn at the intersection. Uh And you're on the same road? You're on the same road. (laughs) What? <laughs> what happens to the other two roads? They have other names. <laughs> this city is a nightmare. <laughs> when I okay, here's here's the beauty of it. When at I least, were, are, were those roads at least at right angles to each other? Well, there is it's a yeah. I mean, it's essentially a it's a four way stop. Yeah, yeah. So they've got that going on, Atlanta. You take <laughs> you take a left turn onto the same road. Yeah. That irritates me just the the the, the anal can, retentive nature at least you can tell which direction you're going or what you're parallel to or perpendicular to here you got no damn idea although i will say this it was that intersection that caused uh, my other friend josh not you different josh different josh when i moved down here josh came josh drove down with me spent a few days here helped me get my tv and helped me set some stuff up and we hung out and i don't i think we hung yeah, out with yeah, you one sure. point um and then he flew back up and at one point um, one morning, because I didn't have a lot of kitchen stuff, um, we were going to go to Waffle House. Yum. Leave, leave from my apartment. I don't have any idea where. I wa- we're going to look for breakfast. We're going to go to breakfast. Oh, gee, I don't know where there was a Waffle House. Well, this, drive any direction. I'm getting to that. <laughs> I'm getting to the story. Really quickly, two things. One that embarrasses him and one that just okay. points out the Waffle House thing. <laughs> of course, nothing that embarrasses you. There's, there's plenty, uh, have <laughs> the you been listening does. to this show for four and a half years? I was about to say, anyone involved with the, this show, plenty of embarrassment to go around. So we get in the car and we're driving and I make him the navigator. And it, this is 11 years ago and so we literally have a physical map printed map. map. A map. I have a yeah. map of the town. Oh, I bought that someone produced and sold. Rand McNally. Wow. <laughs> I have a All map. folded up weird. I, how's, how's this thing anyway, yeah. we're driving and Josh says, paraphrasing, I am the navigation master. No oh boy. <laughs> and then I, I said, we need to, I, and I knew enough about this road makes a big circle uh-huh. and i wanted to stay on that to get over to these other main roads i uh-huh. knew him that much uh-huh. and i said we need to stay on this road and he navigated me straight through that intersection rather uh-huh. than going left at that stoplight oh. <laughs> minutes after he claimed to be a great navigator yeah. <laughs> minutes <laughs> um and then we got over to um a parkway and uh we were looking for a place to eat. And he said, well, where are we going to go? And I said, well, there's Waffle Houses around here. He said, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Where's a Waffle House? I said, I don't know. Pick a direction. We'll hit one within a mile. <laughs> he said, turn right. I said, okay. We turned right, drove yeah. roughly a mile. There was a Waffle And there house. was a Waffle House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, and to answer your question, Kevin, yeah, they're pulling a fast one. Total BS. Right? I, I, I agree. Craig's convinced me. <laughs> what about, uh, do we give him a pass? No. No. I, I, I will say a, a bit of one. I appreciate good color coordination. <laughs> well, I one, actually, one half of a pass from half Josh. Of a pass. Yes. Exactly. Out of, out of three. <laughs> Though I will say, having, like, I lived down in middle Georgia briefly, Macon makes me appreciate how, like, Atlanta is comparatively sane once you've driven around Macon a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that does her. Yeah. I haven't answered the Kevin question yet. Oh, I'm yet. sorry. Fine. Go uh, ahead. You answer the question. No, they do not get a pass. Okay, good. Um, because uh, go over here. there's nothing to give them a pass for. What? I researched this. Oh, you did? Yes. There are several in, uh, uh, instances where one river flows into another river and becomes a third river. Okay, so... Or three rivers flow into a fourth river and... <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you went... You geographied it. Yeah. I, well, I, I was trying to figure out what the... Con- I wanted to know what the convention was. 
for the naming convention. Like, surely there's a naming convention that they're not following here. And there is. Okay. And they're not. But the problem is, all of the really big rivers in this country right. were already named. Sure. Before they came up with the convention. So, sure. <laughs> what are you going to do? That, we're not going to rename the Ohio. They're, yeah, they're, they were named by the... By the yeah, they have their... their, their... M- many of them in from Native American names. Sure. Or or um or our you know bastardization European of their phonetic spellings of yes. Native American names. That, sure. that, though I will say, how many places call themselves the city of blank number of rivers? Oh, that I didn't look up. <laughs> Listeners, if you uh, would like, but, to, if you would like to be gruntled, um, go ahead and do that. I'm sure one, you'll enjoy one, it. One uh, prime example because he mentions it: the Missouri River. The Missouri River is uh, actually the the it is the outcome of Three separate rivers, neither none of which are named Missouri. They join and become the Missouri. At a location called... Uh, three rivers. Yeah. It's not, or Four three rivers. Three forks. Something like that. Oh, three forks. Nice. Okay. Lewis and Clark. Blah, blah, blah. He sent this email several days ago, so now I don't well, remember. I suppose... Three forks. Three forks. Montana. Sure. Lewis and Clark were... They were rolling along with mm-hmm. uh, Sacagawea. Sacagawea. I've heard it pronounced so many different ways um and you know they, and they talked to they, they talked to the the natives and then somebody said you know they called this the missouri and they went along and, da, 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 and then eventually they found a spot where it split into three and so they named it you know larry moe and curly the three and called it three forks and then that stuck because they were the first ones to map it hang on yeah okay so they named those three rivers mm-hmm. uh after the uh the president uh the secretary of state and some other secretary so Jefferson and somebody in Jefferson, somebody. Madison, and Gallatin. Okay. And the actual headwaters are are Jeff on Jefferson coming that they they can create Jefferson because that's the longest of those three. Okay, so Jefferson, if they use the convention, what is the Jefferson River should still be the Missouri River. If they use if they use the convention the headwaters, but well, they didn't. It gets it. It's more complicated than oh, that because Lord. the convention is, uh, and there's two. So it's not even a convention. There's two different ways to do it. It's you, you name the river continues to be named after its uh, longest tributary on down the way, the road. Mm-hmm. So as you're going down, you, that name is the one that stays on down the river, but on down ahead. the river. Thank you. <laughs> or it's, and, and I think that's the more, the more common one, but there's another one that's um, volume of water. Oh, good Lord. Like how much water is coming down, which is obviously more difficult to measure. And so, you know, back in the day, they were going to be measuring the length. Well, of it's not. simple. You just divert the river into a giant tank. <laughs> Let it fill up. And see how long it takes mm-hmm. to fill. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, going, let's, let's, uh, real quick, let's do that. Volume of water. Uh, if okay. we were doing the volume of water thing, um, which one is it? The Allegheny? Is that the longest one? I don't know. You're the one who did the research. Um, You're the one who delved so deeply into this subject. He dove deep into the river. He dove deep into the Wikipedia. Okay, yeah. So um, using volume, it should go uh, Allegheny to Ohio. Ohio becomes renamed Allegheny. Right. Hits the Mississippi, becomes named the Allegheny. (laughs) Down to the Mississippi River Delta, which would be the Allegheny River Delta. <laughs> really? Um, so then the part of the Mississippi that continues above where the Allegheny hits it, or the Ohio, mm-hmm. but we're calling it the Allegheny now. So we wouldn't have like that one nice spine of Mississippi that kind of cuts the country in no. half. We'd be cutting the country in half kind of going up and then pff, up yeah. toward the toward the Great Lakes. <laughs> to the Northeast, sure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But it gets even better. If the Jefferson was still the Jefferson... Because what happens is the Mississippi River um, is technically like a uh, hair longer than <laughs> the, the Missouri because the Missouri stops at Three Forks. It doesn't continue to the headwaters up Jefferson. <laughs> if it continued. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the same name. Then the Missouri would be the longest river. And so you would have the Jefferson flowing into the Missouri, which would then be renamed the Jefferson flowing into the Mississippi, which would then be renamed the Jefferson, which to would then the have the Delta, which would then have the Ohio dump into it and then fight. 
<laughs> then you got which which standard are you going to use the longest or the or the biggest volume <laughs> so it's between the jefferson and the, and the allegheny okay so <laughs> i want to just ask this question to wrap our discussion sure aren't you glad you asked kevin <laughs> <laughs> aren't you glad mike read your email during his lunch hour <laughs> and had time to look up all this crap you did this to us, Kevin. You did this to us. Hey, hey listeners. I nerdburgered you. Yeah, listeners, Kevin did this to all of you. <laughs> you can Kevin's email fault. Kevin. And- <laughs> I've got his email. You do have his email. <laughs> and his Facebook. and yeah. ah! <laughs> Probably his cell phone number. Uh, that, that can be gotten mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty easily. Yep. Uh, hello, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Next time he's on the show. Um Josh, thank you yes, for thank you. joining us today. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for joining us on River Burger. <laughs> we had a, a wonderful time <laughs> discussing lengths and volumes. H- happy to be here for the rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just we'll we'll refer to volume as girth. River sure, girth. Sure. River length and river girth. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Uh, email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com and i'm gonna put out a plea here everybody uh you want to do a review put up a review you want to you know help us out um maybe you want to follow at nerdburgershow on the twitters maybe you want to go and like uh the uh the facebook page because we have like really little social media presence really for this show um and I'd like some more because yeah, I think that activity I that think, we did the the other day doubled our social media activity. Yeah, over I the think past four years. I think I think maybe <laughs> um, if we got more follows and likes and listens and or in, in reviews and stuff, maybe there's a way for us to actually make a little money off of this. Get got but it kind of depends on you. And so if we're not, if Mike and I aren't making money in a few months, we're going to blame all of you. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. So <laughs> you know, help us out. We don't we don't post there a ton. We usually just post the. Uh, when the episode's up. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. There's that. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for game stuff and drivethroughrpg.com to buy my game. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig gruntle you again with another fine episode of the Nerdburger podcast. I don't think I like the sound of that. We hope you've been gruntled today. Have a gruntly week. Gruntle. <laughs> Gruntle burger. <laughs>